We have the state champs, the head coach here for here, the state champions. live in studio right after we roll the intro. Welcome to the Eagle Coaches Show on the Baptist Prep Sports Network, where we give you a behind-the-scenes look into everything Baptist Prep athletics. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome back into another episode of the Eagle Coaches Show. Today we are joined by special guest, state champion bus driver, (laughs) (laughs) Brantley Price, (laughs) and specialer guest, entering her seventh year, head volleyball coach, Krista Spoon. Thanks, guys, for having me. There it is. We have some sound effects. You're not wearing headphones, so you can't hear them, but you'll hear it later. (laughs) um, Yeah, so... We're super excited to have you on. Thank you for for joining. Um, first question: Getting back into the school year, how was your summer? My summer was good, not never long enough, but it was good. True, true. And before we get into this year's team, mm-hmm. before we get into all of that stuff, let's rewind a little bit to last year's team. Okay. State championship winning 2022 state champ Baptist Prep Eagle volleyball team. So first question: At what point? In last season, did you think that y'all had what it takes to get it get the job done, win a title? Um, well, I would say even going back further than last season, um, when they were in the ninth grade, there was a defining moment. We played in the junior high um, district championship in Ashdown, and we were playing against Fountain Lake, and we lost the first set by I think two or three points, and. We were down in set two, like 18 to 12, and I called the timeout, and we had a heart-to-heart and basically, like, um, leave it on the court, um, don't have any regrets, and they came back and won that game. Oh, wow. And then they came back and won the third set, like, 15 to four. And I knew after that that they were going to always give me what I what I was asking of them. Um, and then I would say the turning point of last season was we played in Spike Fest the last weekend in August, and we beat some really big schools in Spike Fest. We won Spike Fest, and we beat Southside, which is a 6A school, in the finals of that. And I knew after that that we were going to be okay. And I think, too, we need to look at the roster you had. You had some talent on that team, but they were very coachable kids. Yes. Um, they seemed to care more about the, the team than themselves. Yes. Can you talk about kind of that roster that you had last year? Yeah, Um The seniors from last year were very special. I told them for years that their job was to leave the program in better shape than they found it. And and they definitely set a high bar. Um, They were just people that were selfless, players that were selfless, and they wanted to win. Um, They didn't care who got the stats. They didn't care who got the kills. They didn't care who got the glory. They just truly wanted to win for each other. So that was fun. Yeah. No, there was a lot of hype uh, around the school for you, for you girls when y'all left mm-hmm. um, to go play for the state championship. And then when you came back as well, I know y'all had a big banquet, ring ceremony, um, and then honored in front of the whole student body and stuff. What was the support like for you guys throughout all of this from the school? Um, the support was amazing. I mean, honestly, I couldn't have asked for any more support from the school. Um, the girls felt loved. They felt appreciated. They felt all the things that they should have felt. Um and I'm thankful that this group of girls was the group of girls that they got to experience the first ever state championship at Baptist. They were my first class of kids when I came into Baptist, so they were seventh graders when I arrived here. And so I think that made it extra special for me as well as for them. So it was great. 
and and this is this is just a little fact. Um, so your first year at Baptist, yeah. didn't we go to the state championship that year as well? Yes, my first year at Baptist, we made it to the state finals, um, and we lost to Shiloh Christian. And um, in seventh grade, those girls kind of made a statement like we're gonna get back there by the time we're seniors, and it's just super cool that that that, that was able to happen. That's very cool. It had to be the bus driver. It had to be the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> Um, looking here, let's see. So moving on to this year, um, lost a lot of great players. You lost the MVP of the state tournament. Yes. Um, and Allison Jackson. What does the roster look like? I know there's probably some holes that need to be filled. I know you got some, you know, high expectations this year and probably even a target on your back. But uh, who are some people that stand out on the roster for this year? Um, actually, when I thought about that question, I did get these questions ahead of time. Um, <laughs> I thought about that question. Um, we have three players right now on the team that are already committed to play at the next level. Um, Abby Renshaw is going to play at Drury University. Um, Rachel Jackson is going to A-State, which is huge for our school. And um, Paige Webb is committed to play for OBU. Um, there's a couple other girls on the roster as well that will be committing, if not this year, by next year. And wow. honestly, I have a lot of sophomores that are going to contribute this year that I would say the same for them if they continue to put in the work that they'll also be able to make it to the next level. So um, that's awesome. I think that it's going to be an exciting year, and I think people will be surprised after losing six players um, the level that we're coming in at. Now, don't get me wrong. There is there is things you can't replace. Mm -hmm. um, so or people you can't replace. Communication is key, and I think that's the one thing that we got to continue to get better at. For sure. So as we as we kind of jump back into this year, kind of walk us through this summer and what that looked like for you guys. And I, I know y'all went to Branson yes. and had a lot of success there. So walk us through that a little bit. Um, we played in the, the 501 team camp before Branson, and that is a really special time for the girls because it's playing against all the kids that they play in club with or the kids that are local. And that was really fun. We competed at a high level. We ended up losing to Brooklyn, um, who was the 4A state champs last year um, in the semifinals of the 501 tournament. Um, Addie Fielder, who also is a very good player, amazing player, um, she had to leave to go to a camp. Um, so I would like to play Brooklyn again um, <laughs> with <Rematch>. her um, <laughs> just to see how it would be different. But um, we went to Branson, and it was just really good to play teams that were – at a higher level than us and to see yeah. that we could compete with them. Um, we split with a school that was from Illinois and it had 1,700 kids. Um, he had 90 wow. kids try out in eighth and ninth grade and had to cut 60 of them. Jeez. So huge schools wow. and we competed um, at a high level with them. So that was exciting. That's, That's awesome. awesome. We need to bring back the um, overall state champion where yeah, that, everybody be, plays each other fun. from each be state. Absolutely, level, I guess. in multiple sports, that would be a really fun thing. That would be. So you said last year you guys played some really big teams. Um, this year, what does the schedule look like? Do you have some of those opponents where you can kind of really get a feel of where your team's at? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I try to have the hardest non-conference schedule as I possibly can because I feel like even if you don't win those games, if you can learn how to compete at that level by the time you get to October, you can be right where you want to be. Um, we're playing some big schools, Mount, Bryant, Central, um, Little Rock Christian, Benton, and a benefit game. So a lot of great schools that we're nice. going to be playing just to prepare us and see, like, the things that we need to get better at before we get into tournament time um, I think is super important. Absolutely. And I've got two little ones coming up that are 
hopefully going to be volleyball players <laughs> when they get older. But what would what does the Krista Spoon program look like? Like what what's the foundation that you guys have built your program around? For me, I think the first, the most important thing is that every kid knows that they're loved by me. Um, just that's crucial. Um, relationships are huge to me. Um, I want these kids to invite me to their weddings and call me when things are not going good. Um, just to know that I love them and I care about them is the most important thing to me. One of our themes last year was to play for an audience of one. And I think that that is super important that they realize that we're representing our school, but more importantly, we're, we're representing the Lord in whatever we do. And I'll say this, because I don't know if you'll actually say it because you're so humble about this, but there were referees that came up after the game, I think the state championship game, complimenting you guys for the way that you went about your business. And then there's a really cool picture I remember seeing of you girls all circled up after the game in prayer um, that really just kind of signified what the team was about. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was one of our things that we established early on in the season. And I had to go do an interview after it was over with, and I missed that. And honestly, that was really sad to me um, because that was one of my favorite things. Um, we talk about every year being selfless. Um, it's not something the world teaches, and so it's something you have to really instill in them in seventh grade. And then we talk about in knowing your role, embracing your role, and giving 100%, 100% of the time. And I think that last year, that's exactly what they did. And when we got to state championship, I said, take it all in, because you just never know if you're ever going to get to come back here. Absolutely. And I think that they did. And when we walked on that court, it was like, whatever happens, we can say we gave it our all. So. Yeah. And for those girls that, that graduated this past year, seeing that in seventh grade, I'm yeah. sure was, you know, they, they obviously they weren't playing in it at the time, but they could kind of understand what to expect and go into it maybe a little more level-headed than you may be your first time seeing it. 100%. Cool, calm, and collective, ready to go. I mean, honestly, I think a little nerves is always good. Yeah. Um, but they were not hyped up to the point of, like, I was worried about it. Yeah. Um, they were just prepared and ready to play. It's awesome. Show it out. Got a ring. Do you have it with you? I do not. Oh, boo. <laughs> it's in my box at home. No, it's too big. <laughs> I didn't know as honorary guest and bus driver that I – had the opportunity to ask questions. Absolutely. But um, I, w I just want to know, I'm curious to know, what is it like? Like, what's a day in the life of Coach Spoon? A day in the life of a Coach Spoon? A day in the life. Like, when do you get up? What do you do? How do you get yourself prepared? Um, I try to get up about 6. I mean, maybe a little bit before this year. So it'll what be time early. Do, you, do you get up if you try to get up at 6? <laughs> I do get up at 6. Okay. Um, it'll be earlier this year because we have 7 a.m. practices instead of 7.20 practices. Um, I just try to be completely prepared for the day. You can never be completely prepared because as the Bible says, we can plan our days, but the Lord has the final say. So um, Shannon, Coach Shannon, my um, helper, he's really good about wanting to bring the, each of the girls' names in prayer in the morning. So I think that is something that is important to start with every day, um, just laying that foundation for the day and um, just knowing that I always tell the girls it's not – if something happens, it's when it happens. Mm -hmm. Trials are going to come. And so kind of being prepared for that. And um, one of my friends once told me in life to respond to a situation, not react to a situation. And I think that's been something that's been my motto because sometimes we want to react and then we have to go back and seek forgiveness from people. So um, a day in my life is just getting up and being prepared for school and praying for the girls and just – 
having your practice plans ready, um, but being willing to change them if they need to be changed, and then cooking dinner for my family on non-game nights and um, enjoying my grandkids. Well, one so far, but another one on the way. Love it. And so speaking of game nights, yes. let's let's get into a little bit about we're, – we're, we're recording this on Monday. It's going to come out tomorrow, okay. so it'll, this will be out on Tuesday. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So talk us a little bit about what you have upcoming um, this week because I know you have two things this week, right? Yeah, this week we have a benefit game at LRCA, Little Rock Christian Academy, at 5.30 on Thursday night. And it's we're playing Benton, who, who is the 5A state champs, um, and we're playing Little Rock Christian, who won 5A the year before. And we're playing um, Central, who has m- been much improved under their new coach, and um, Boxite. So we play four different schools, um, one set. We're actually playing Boxite twice. And then Friday night, we're having our um, blue-red scrimmage um, at 5 o'clock. So hopefully people can come support us before the football game. I just So you don't drink coffee? I do not drink coffee. Okay. Back, back to the morning routine. Be, yeah, sorry. I, that's a big part of my morning routine. No, it's just funny. I was just curious. Like, you have a lot of energy all day long, and, you, I, and sometimes I don't know how you do that. Did you not tell – hear the person on the – during the state championship game, the lady was like, I think this girl must have had three or four energy drinks before See? she started coaching today. And I'm like, I laugh because I'm like, zero? <laughs> zero? Yeah. It's natural? Yeah. It's just natural got the energy? energy. Know how that. to bring My it? My poor husband. I, I need some energy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's really it. Cool. Coach Boone, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, We're looking forward to following you guys and having you on maybe for a weekly update on on how the week's going. And can't wait to hear how the benefit game goes and look forward to the uh, scrimmage game that's on Friday. Thanks for being here. Come support the Lady Eagles. On Thursday and Friday. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Baptist Prep Sports Network with coaches Riley Perkins and Cody Perrin. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with Baptist Prep on social media at Baptist Prep or online at www.baptistprep.org. Until next time, go Eagles!